So, show and tell. Oh, shit. Show motherfucking tell. You got to show and tell. I mean, not literally show and tell, but this it, it's a game of show and tell. But it's not a game. This is not a game. But in a, in a sense of what? Like, well, give me give me a lane. Everything. Where are we showing and telling? Like, you talk about it, don't talk about it, be about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, 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 I feel like, you know, it's like motherfuckers be trying to sell a nigga a dream. Like, say, for instance, if I was an aspiring artist and I'm trying to, you know, come up and, you know, do my thing or whatever. Right. I'm just trying to sell a motherfucker a dream to make them want to listen to me and follow me and, you know, believe in what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Nigga, fuck that. Show these niggas first. I feel that. You know what I mean? It's like, don't talk about what I'm going to have. Talk about, you know what I did to get what I got. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, show and tell, nigga. Okay. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me piggyback on that. So, my, my thing is this. So, if I walk in the room and I got gold chains on and, you know, Gucci this, you know, whatever the hell on, you know, I ain't sold an album. I ain't sold shit. I ain't been on a song yet. You know, but I'm telling everybody, hey, you know, yeah, you know, you need to fuck with me because... You know, look at my shit that I got on. You know, I'm shitting on these niggas. Uh-huh. It, it, then when I listen to your music, I'm like, oh, well, this nigga, was, he's, he's, he's hot garbage. You feel me? like the music's trash in quality? Yeah, but I'm like... But see, this is the thing. And this is what I feel like. That we, we come to a different uh, time. I don't know. Era. People aren't fans anymore. Ooh, shit. Everybody's a critic. That's real shit. It's like... That's real shit. How do you, the consumer, tell me what's good and what's not? I'm the artist. That's true. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about it, dial it back. Did you tell Van Gogh, Starry Starry Night wasn't the shit? That that painting wasn't worth millions? No. I mean, you don't tell the artist what's art. True. You're a consumer, so you consume it. I think that people... Is back, you know, what we said yesterday, they're blurring the lines because they're overstepping their boundaries. They're stepping out of their lane. They're speaking on shit that really is not relevant to what they should speak on. Like, as a consumer, true, as a fan, mm-hmm. just be a fan of the art, of but the I, craft, of the but, music. You but, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but as a consumer, I also have a vote. A and vote my, into and, what? But my dollar is into my what? my dollar is my vote. A vote into what? So you saying you want to be like that's what the, the music game is? It's, it's, a, no. it's a vote. Like because you buy the album means that <coughs> it gives you the right to criticize. No, I'm based not saying on that. because this is the sum of like. Okay, so what I what I mean by criticize because this is what I hear when I when 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 say for instance you drop a song. And most of the people who are quote unquote fans and consumers, especially of other people of that genre, you know what I mean? So it's safe oh. to say that they're fans of that type of music, right? Right. What they may say is, this is trash. The quality is not right. Or you need to invest in your studio or things of that nature as if they have the blueprint, as if they are the artist, as if they know what the fuck is supposed to happen, how it's supposed to work. You get what I'm saying? And actually, they don't. Because as the consumer, all you're supposed to do is listen. That's I it. tell you what the next hot song is. And then, like, it's the whole, it, it, it's quiet as kept. It's the thing that you don't talk about. It's the catch-22. It's the, you know, customer service. The, the customer's always right, but you never really tell them that. 
without them there is no us yeah. but you never really tell them that right because it always seems to go to their fucking head How was your day? Oh, shit. How was my day? I don't think that would be too damn hard. Um, I don't think that's that hard of a question. No. I think that's really not even that damn difficult, I think. No. My day was filled with a lot of shit that I thought I knew, but it was confirmed. That's how I would go there. Um, shit that you thought you knew. But shit that I thought I knew, but it was confirmed. Um, oh. Which part was confirmed? The fact that you thought you knew it or the fact that you didn't know? That I thought I knew it. Now I know I know it. So. Oh, so what you're saying is you got validation. Right on, right on. Did you need that? I needed that. Okay. I need that. Reason B is because um, the lane that I want to break into... I need to know and understand the politics of the game, and um, okay. I just gotta, I just got reassured that you know you you gotta be a fucking shark, okay, to be able to you know to be able to even get in the water out here. Yes, sir. You know, so um, on my five mile walk today, uh, with my uh, big homie Vance, man. Uh, Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, he's he's a uh, you know big time guy in the Federal School District. You know, helps out with all the Federal sports and shit like that. You know, so shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to my guy. Um, you know, he just let me know that a, a lot of shit, you know, behind closed doors is really going on. You know, but nothing nothing too wild. You know, but just making sure that you know he gave me his take on where he felt like you know we're going wrong as far as high school sports go and i i was you know on on board with what everything he told me man and uh you know it was it was nothing that nothing off the wall or nothing like that it was just stuff that i already knew but he just was like hey you know let me go and reassure you you know that this is you know what's going on you feel me so um that's that was a that was a big thing. And um I don't know, I feel like a lot of the kids, man, today are really getting the shitty end of the stick. You know, How dude, so? these parents we're so we're so caught up on, you know, our child making it to the league instead of understanding that our child needs to get to school first. So then let's take away sports. But if we take away sports, then, then they don't want to do anything. Why not? Because they... they it's f- only people like you that make sports seem cool. That's true. That's true. But at the end of the day, I feel like... you saying like they won't want to do anything as in being active? No. You can I'm, still have activities. You can still have sports as in activities in PE class, but let's take away sports as in let's have competitive recreational teams. Take that shit away. Oh, shit. Take it away. Make the NBA and these professional development leagues and all this other shit, make them find another way to scout their players other than telling them, let's neglect your schoolwork along the way for these 18 years that you should be in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just focus on playing basketball. 
and don't worry about what would happen if you got hurt along the way because you neglected your first 14 years of school, which is K through 12, if you didn't know. True. <laughs> um, a big thing that my homeboy, uh, my homeboy G had told me one time, man, he was like, our bodies, we never were, we, we never were taught properly how to take care of our bodies as kids. So when we, when we ran outside and we played outside and, you know, whether it was basketball, football, whatever, that took a toll on our bodies, right? So you got to think, now these kids are in summertime playing almost two, 300 games. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you have that. So these are investments for people. These kids are not, not you know, it's a school thing. That's that's the problem, man. These kids are investments. That's the problem, man. They're like priming already. It's I I see it. It's it's like, yeah, it sounds good. It's all glitz and glamour, but it's like then it's then you have parents living through their children. Yes. Then you have them putting their dreams on on a kid and their aspirations on their kid that shouldn't be there. It's one thing if they seen you know videos of Michael Jordan and was like, I want to be like him. Yeah. That's one total thing. Right. And then you start teaching them and giving them the equipment and tools to learn. Right. That's a whole nother thing. But like to make it seem like, oh, this is the way, this is it, put all this money into this because all kids need to do this and play sports. Ah man. You're 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 then, you're ass backwards. You're you're literally <coughs> building a population that's so focused on a entertainment type industry. Mm-hmm which is something that is nearly a mirage. It's only there if, like, it's only there if you look at it. Like, what I'm, like, kind of saying, like, you know how, like, if teachers go on strike, there ain't no school? Oh, yeah. So apply that same Oh, to the NBA. Formula. What if the NBA just quits one day? I mean, NFL? we've had that happen. Yeah, but what if they all just said to hell yeah, with it? Fuck it. I'm done. Then what? Then what? Then you got to ask yourself, is it really about the kids? Um, Would you rather fly? Or better yet, better yet. Here's a better question. How do you feel about long distance relationships? Where does that come from? You were leading on to a path of flying and then you went to long distance relationships. Because then you have to ask the question, would you rather fly or would you rather drive? Or is to the commute to yeah. your significant other? Yes. It depends on the distance, Nick. That's what well, that's what it's I'm saying. Sense. Well that's what I'm saying. I'm if like you live like, you know, 20, 30 miles away, is that considered long distance? Is fifty miles away considered long distance? What's what's long distance? Another state. But still, what's the, like, uh, you got to think, there's states, borderlines, you could be, you know, near the border, she could live near the border. Like, oh, true that. How far? How okay. far? What's let's considered say, long distance? Let's say Seattle to, to Oregon. In a sense to where it's not realistic that you're going to drive back and forth every day. Yeah. And it's not realistic that you're going to fly back and forth every day. Yeah. It's not even realistic that you're going to really fly back and forth. That's true. So then when you start thinking like, well, I'm not doing this every day. Um, I've known of people that have done that trip at least every week for sure. And they've done it for years committed, you know, because their family lived there and they, you know, work here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what the health of the relationship was. Same. I don't know 
you know, there's a lot of things that come into factor. Like, I mean, and then it's like, is your bag big enough for that to even happen? Like, I don't know if that person's bag was really, is, is big enough for him to really do that. Or if he does that because that's a sacrifice he has to make for him and his family. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, it, you, it, there's so many different variables Man. and factors that come into play that that is so uh, situational, you know? It, it, it's it's bro it's it's in it's you know the the i guess the 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 one that sticks out the most is is she worth it because mm. you might be flying back and forth for a hub you might mm. be putting 150 miles on your car one way for a hub uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay like, like, like like it's just you know it's just it, that's you know, real like, shit what bro is she doing when you're not there like what's the situation like when you're not there you know what i mean like, like mm. it's just it, 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 there's a lot that goes into play, so it's it's one of those things where you said, what, what did you say? You said, "Do I believe in long distance?" What, what did yeah, you say? yeah. What I you said, think? "Do you believe in long distance relationships?" And I said, "Would you I rather don't, fly?" I don't, I don't, okay, so it's two parts. In the first part, because we got on a tangent, gone off on a tangent, gone off on a tangent, well, man. Goddamn tangent. But what I'm saying, like, not really though. That wasn't even really a tangent, but like. Honestly, when it comes to a relationship, I don't think that the distance has anything to do with it. A relationship is going to be what it is. Like, you know, time and space don't change how you feel about a person. No, don't. You know what I mean? And so that's that. Um, Now, if you're asking me, would I rather fly or drive a longer distance? And if I'm going to see someone, um, depends on the distance, like I said earlier. But it's it's based on the fact that at the end of the day, I'm still going to end up in a car. I mean, I'm, I'm going to end up in a car because if I flew there, wherever it is, I'm going to get a car, especially if I'm going to go pull up on somebody. I'm not walking up and I'm not the type of person that Ubers. Like, I just haven't got with the times. Yeah. So, you know, if it's close enough, oh, I'm, I'm I'm probably going to hop a rental when I'm, I'm getting in a win. And besides, I like seeing scenery. I enjoy traveling. So, and I enjoy really traveling, not flying. Flying's not traveling. Like, that's not a part of the travel. Mm. You you know what I'm saying? Like you fly there, zoom, you're there. It's it's almost like the the the, the you know the the, the telepathy, tele tele telepathy, te, teleporting. Put it mm. that way, okay? Um, you know, snap your fingers, you know, and go to sleep in the airplane for a couple hours, wake up, you're where you're at, and now you start to travel if you haven't been there before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I travel as soon as I leave. If I'm in the car, I'm traveling. As soon as I leave, you know what I mean? I do a lot of traveling. I travel. And then, and in the process, I do a lot of seeing, sightseeing. I look at things. I observe things. You know, I, that, yeah. So, car. Okay, so. Not, I won't even say, yeah, car, 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 okay. car, car. Because I don't like So, so here's, here's where it gets a little tricky. It's, 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 it's tricky. Okay. If you're dating, if you're dating a female, let's say you're. You're about 29. About to hit you. You're 30s. She's about 23, 24. And it's long distance. I wouldn't be doing it. I gotta stop you there. All right, we gotta give you the reason. You gotta give. Nope, I gotta stop you there. You gotta give you a reason, I bro. Do it. You already gave yourself the reason. What? You said you're about to hit your 30s, and she's just fresh 20. No, she's 24. She's fresh 20. Yeah, she's fresh 20. You feel me? There ain't no comparison. It's one of those things where you want to you want to figure out if you guys can deal with the distance, nigga. Fuck that. See if y'all can deal with the time. So just pause all of that and just both of you guys come to a better understanding and say, look, the distance ain't probably what we should worry about. It's the time. So let's pause this. 
and in the next couple of years, you know, as we work on ourselves, see if we still could fit the puzzle back together and make it work. Because for you guys to struggle through the distance of trying to make that work and you're still fighting against, you know, the hidden truth of what the real problem is going to be and it's nine times out of ten going to be the age difference or yeah. age distance you yeah. know what i'm saying that's the real problem and you're not going to recognize that you're going to be neglecting that because you're so focused on the fact that oh i gotta travel back and forth to see each other and then when you guys start arguing that's what you're going to think the issue is and it's going to be a simple fact of that you have difference of opinion you have a different there's different commonalities and this comes from an age difference but what if she be on her years yeah it's, it's never that case, bro. There's a that. lot of maturity in people. People are a lot of uh, a lot more mature these days than they used to be. But there's no such thing as being further beyond your years. Because if you were, then that kind of it, it downplays the next person that is further beyond your years. You get what I'm saying? So right. I think that in a sense of you trying to see the light in that situation, you're neglecting all the bad things and all the negatives and all the dark things of the situation. I'm not telling you, you know, just subside to that. You know, every, anything that's worth having is worth fighting for. I totally understand that. But what I'm saying is be smarter, work smarter, not harder. I feel it. I hate people that confuse sympathy and empathy. Oh, nigga. I hate... Hate's a strong word, so maybe I shouldn't use that word. I dislike. All right, fine. I dislike. I dislike. I strongly dislike. I strongly dislike that. And and the biggest thing is because there's a term of sorriness that comes to mind. I feel like, you know, we're not taught. I wasn't taught to be a sorry individual. My mom always used to get on me about saying shit like that. Like, you know, you apologize, but you don't be sorry. Yeah, you're not a sorry-ass um, person. So, like, I had an ex-girlfriend tell me that before. You know, when I think of that, it, it kind of transfers into other ways of thinking and other situations. And it's like, you know, say for, like, um, I don't know. You know how, like, older people, you have, like, friends... <coughs> And, like, their aunts and uncles get, like, sick and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck around and maybe die or whatever, you know. That's shit. But, like, you know, and then everybody always around, oh, I'm so sorry, and, you know, it's all, oh, I'm so sad, and, and, you know, they feel so bad for them and all this other stuff. But no, you you, this is the thing, though. Nobody ever, ever, ever takes into account the shit that that person did along the way to lead up to that situation. Like, I know it sounds cold. I know it sounds fucked up, but it's true. Like, I'm supposed to feel bad. I'm supposed to feel sorry. I'm supposed to feel a certain type of way because, you know, for example, you used the last 35, 40 years of your life to smoke crack. And so now it finally caught up to you. I'm supposed to feel a certain type of way about that. No. You didn't think that any time when you were smoking that shit. You get what I'm saying? Like my my favorite artist. Uh, you, you, you get my point? Like Yeah, my, one of my one of my favorite artists, he has a song. You know, and it's like, um, um, I'm trying to remember the lyric real quick because it's so dope to where your point makes hella sense. Oh, it goes, it goes, um, um, you ever heard a grown man cry? Everybody laughs till the bitch nigga die. And it's like, it's like, yeah. 
Right, like he's we crying gotta, and it's okay. Ha ha, yeah. No, but I'm saying like, like you gotta, yeah. But you gotta think about like, you know, we gotta start telling the truth at the pulpit. Yeah. When we get up there and do eulogies, I feel like and other thing like I understand more, the you, truth is more comforting. Bro, when people are sitting there crying and shit, you want to be like, you know what that dude was a good dude or that yeah, girl. That's what everybody always says they always look for light in the situation and a person. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I've been to funerals where it was hard for people to find shit to say. It didn't, you know, when they give you that moment where everybody gets to get up there and you know have their two minutes, please. You know, they have to put that in the program. You know, they usually put that in there mm-hmm. in parentheses, quote unquote, two minutes, please. So that because there's usually at, at other funerals, there's a lot of people that got shit to say. Yeah. But I've been there other funerals where nobody had nothing to say. Their two minutes, please, literally was kind of a slap in the face to the person that died. It's like, what do you mean two minutes, please? I can't even get a person to get up here and give me two minutes. Let alone all of y'all combined, collectively. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that people just try so hard to find certain things to say, and they avoid the truth. And the truth is a lot more comforting, bro. Like, like think about this. If a person dies, and they died from drugging or doing a bunch of fucked up bad shit, right? Mm -hmm. It's nearly fucked up as their last moment or, you know, the last time when somebody gets to have a connection through them for them to someone else or to speak a message you know based on that situation about them it's kind of fucked up when they like don't speak the truth like you you'd nearly be like oh this person they had a great life it was all good blah blah blah, blah. it's so unfortunate to see him go and everybody's crying he uh, uh it's so bad so sad but nobody learns from it nobody understands that this person died from doing this so let's not do this you get what i'm saying or or you watch nobody learns from this shit yeah but but to piggyback on that it's like you go see somebody they're laid up in the bed and they're withering away they're dying but you know why they're there yeah and you are you you supposed to you're supposed to feel a certain type of way yeah but i'm just saying you feel that way you want to boohoo about it but you're doing the same shit and you don't know that you're getting closer and closer to being where they're at not if you're not doing the same shit. If you're not, like, say for instance, if that person made a career out of doing dope. Yeah. And that's what led, that's the evidence that led to the condition that they're in. And those aren't the things that you're into. I don't, I don't see it. But yeah, but what I'm saying is like, remember he said, people, they go there, but they don't learn from it. Exactly. But that's so what that I'm saying. teach you, don't do the dope. Or at least don't do it for 35 years. Stop at year 34, maybe. I don't know. You year get what 30, I'm what I'm saying is like year 34. learn instead of being so sad and 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 you know hurt and and, and destroyed by certain things. Learn from it, and it yeah. might actually pick you up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like a lot of the death, a lot of the fucked up shit that I've dealt with, bro. It was hard for me to deal with the shit when I dealt with it. It was real hard going through the shit. No lie, like probably couldn't tell me nothing about nothing. I didn't want to hear nothing. But after a lot of going through a lot of that shit, like it taught me so much. And I guess that's what allows me to speak on it in the sense of how I do. Like, like it sounds so cold, but it's real. It's just real. When you're, when, you know, when you're experiencing, like I, I, I try not to think about, you know, the what ifs and, you know, whatever, but I know we all got to leave this earth. And when I see my friends and, you know, my, you know, people go through certain situations, I don't like it when people come up and they're like, oh, I feel your pain. Because you don't. 
Because you don't. Exactly. That's my point. You just you're just speaking. You're you're you're. It's cliche. You're literally showing your own sorriness when you say shit like that. Yeah, but it's so cliche. For, that's what I'm saying. Like you know? like it's cliche, but in a sense, for the person that says that to you, they're being sorry. That's when I said earlier, being a sorry individual. Mm-hmm. They might not even know it, but it's like for you to walk up to a person and be like, "Man, I feel your pain," and you really don't because you ain't been through it. Mm-hmm. You old sorry ass motherfucker. <laughs> you are a sap. That is a sap. Did you ever listen to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes, like, you know, you, you you get certain questions, and if you ever think through it far enough, you'll answer your own questions. Um, you asked me, do I think you can, basically, do I think you can mold somebody? Yeah. You know, in a sense of training them. Um, no. <laughs> about, it's so fucking crazy to but, say that. But what about, what about pimping? No. You can't. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't mold, you can't, you can't. You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink. True. You can train him as much as you want for the fight, but that doesn't mean they're going to get in the ring and fight. That's true, too. It doesn't mean they're going to perform the way that you guys trained this. Everything you guys went through in practice. Like, you know them people. No, you used to know them people. Like, what I'm saying is nothing is really what it seems. But that's what I'm saying, though, like, and I'm talking about, like, relationship-wise. Like, no, you, and exactly, relationship, that's my whole point, relationship-wise. Like, you think that you've been with someone for so long, and, you know, like, this is, like, it, that leads to the thing of loyalty, and people start getting that confused with, because they've known someone so long, or been around someone so long, or with someone so long, like, oh, this person's loyal to me, they'll never leave me, I know this person so well. You don't know that person well. You just been so used to being around them that you know you've been you know you accept certain things you probably you know neglect other things and you know what i mean you probably know certain habits of theirs in certain ways but that doesn't mean that you can account for every fucking moment that they think and what they think about and how they will you know think and what they'll do under certain situations and pressures like that's that's a hard that's a that's a that's a that's a big burden to put on Someone else, that's a big strain to put on the relationship that you have with a person and, and all of the above for you to think that you're going to train them to be a certain way or mold them to be a certain way or even vice versa. Like, it ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. Like, it ain't going to happen. Like, for, for a year, you, you know, that person might be that way that you train them to be. For two years, they might be. Like, just at some point, something's going to go off course. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's something just as small as, like, oh shit I told you like we fold the shirts this way you know and then they folded them that way or like it, it just anything just anything like cause it, one of it, I guess it's nothing goes according to plan you know so you can you know set out the map the blueprint you know the the diagram of what the training exercise is supposed to be right but when it's showtime all that gets it's thrown out the window but what I'm but what I'm saying though is like when you're dealing with somebody and let's say, you know, like you said, you're not necessarily you're not gonna like everything about that person. But I'm saying dealing with a younger person, 
Like, I don't know who's the other between you and, and, you know, your situation. There's a year difference between the two of us. But at the same time, you came with the wisdom that she may not have had. No, they see the difference is she's a woman. True. And she's older than me. Yeah, but by that year. But what I'm saying is the wisdom There's that you've had. The woman is younger. True. It's a big difference. That's real shit. Like, we can go into this all day on both sides of the spectrum of, you know, which is better or which is which or how right. it goes, but in a sense of you gotta find someone that matches your fly in all areas. And I'm not saying that just because the age difference is there that that's the number one issue or separation, but if you go back to what you said earlier, like back to the thing of molding the person, like if that's the intent, that's already wrong. That sounds like foul play. That's nearly some Kelly shit. Yeah, but yeah, nah, but no, 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 behind that one because if you really think about it, it's like I'm saying. You're yeah. quoting that you already seeing what this person's supposed to be at 30 or 40 or whatever. Then you're going to be how old you're going to be at that point in time. And then if you look back at it, it's right. like to that person, it's damn, I've done everything that this person wanted me to do. That person's never lived their life. Yeah, but it's no, not, it, it, no, but that's the, but that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm saying like if you see a person and a person has been through such and such or whatever the case would be before they got to you. And they're laying out their blueprint on what they want to do. And you're like, okay, look, this is what I'm about. And you're willing to help them get to where they want to go as well as what they're trying to do. I feel like that's in the sense of helping mold that person, be a better person than what they were. I I think and then you got to be a little bit better about your word choice. Um, I I see. I understand a bit of what you're saying. Like, yeah, what you're saying is you're playing a role in who they become. Yeah, everybody like, does that, and everybody that you touch, every path that you cross. That's okay, I got, I got a better way to put it. Then everything comes down to value. However, you break it down, it comes down to value, and I'm gonna bring it up again and reinvent that motherfucking wheel. So therefore, when you're dealing with somebody, whether it being old or young, what you bring to that table is gonna mean a lot. Whether you're there for a season. Or you supposed to deal with that person for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely that. I mean, you gotta so, think it's it's the whole millionaire mentality. So if you have that years of experience, or not even a year experience, if you've been so gamed up to where you can add value to this person and they can take it and double that and double that, then you've done your job, whether you're there for a season or not. It's That's a, the. It's a millionaire mentality, is what it is. Yeah, but. If that's what your pleasure is, if that's what you want to do, you want to go around and, you know, be a life fixer. You want to, you know, elevate niggas to that next level. If that's what, if, if you are the, the the stepping stool. Yeah. Then so be it. I feel it. But if you're looking at it in a sense of where do me and this person go from here? How do we grow together? Where's our future? Yeah. You're going at it a little wrong because... Yeah, it's what you bring to the table, but what do they bring to the table? Oh, it's, it's, it's see, that's real it, shit. Part of it, you, you said part of like what what she wants to do, but it's 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 if, if it's all about what she wants to do, if she doesn't see the y'all in it, then stop now. But what if she does see the y'all in it? When? It's from the beginning. Then it shouldn't be a matter of what she wants to do. It should just only be a matter of what we're doing. I feel that. 
but as so when did you when did you feel like or when did you get to that point to where you feel like you know what you know what these niggas think don't matter I'm a grown ass man I'm in a relationship this is what I do you know what and this is what I bring to the table and this is how it's gonna go well two answers to that one question and they both are the same answer I've always been like that but I'm not I've never been in a relationship oh that's real ever the, well okay I'm, I'm wrong I've been in two relationships and they both failed but why because they were relationships mm. because I'm not that person you feel what I'm saying I didn't I've, I've never come to that point when you asked me you said when did I I've never I'm not that person and that's why those two relationships failed because that's exactly what they were. They were relationships, and that, that wasn't me. So why does this? So work? when that's because that's, that's not what it is. You see, you're the one putting that title on it. Oh, that's lit, bro! I never told you that that's what it was. That's lit. Just because you know other people see this or that, and they feel it fits this mode of what that's supposed to be. That's on you. We just do what we, we do. It, oh, dang it! <laughs> Validation. In order for somebody to feel like it's real, or that their time is not being played with, they have to have a stamp. Boom, girlfriend. Boom, boyfriend. You feel me? Yeah. And my thing is, my thing is this: that puts nothing but pressure Pressure. on me. Pressure. And you know where the pressure comes from? Other people. Outside of the situation, outside of the relationship, outside of. Whatever it is that you guys have, you know, like when I told you, I said I was in, I I had two relationships and they failed and that was the problem. The biggest thing I kept trying to always have them both understand was the fact that I'm with you, not your family, not your friends, not, no. So what we do is what we do. What we talk about is what we talk about. When we go where we go is where we go. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. I wasn't big on going to the family's house, going to the family functions, and going to family dinners and holidays. And it wasn't me. You know, like that. That no. It's just no. <laughs> Bro, like, like people don't understand. Like, I, I think about I it because to... then look, you go to the family well, holidays, right? Yeah. And one year you go, and there's a, oh, this is my new boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. Well, next year. looking at you, and then next year when you don't go, or when you're not there, or, you know, then it's, you know how, what I mean? How's everything going with you and exactly. such and such? And then there's that. And then <clears throat> it opens a can of worms because now they want to start venting and having a, a fucking um, a mediating conversation on the relationship and situation. Yeah, and when they have no business anyway. And in a sense, they start crawling into a person's mind and way of thinking, altering their, their thought process of, you guys' relationship. You guys need to do this. You guys need to do that. Or and then that's maybe he's when, this. He acting like this. That's oh, when man. problems start happening. It's it's one of those things where if both of you guys understand that you guys are dating each other and each other alone, 
then you won't have no problems. If you guys, well, th this is not just each other alone. If you guys understand everybody exactly that you're dating at that time, mm -hmm. then you won't have any problems because everybody at that time needs to come to the table and you guys need to all have your conversations together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that way then there's no, you know, the left hand's hiding from the right hand because when that shit starts happening, it's when the problems start, bro. Like in all seriousness, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, like you just said, you guys should be doing this. And, and, you know, so she starts thinking this in the back of her head, like, well, maybe he should be doing that or he, yeah. he don't do that. So then she starts looking at you differently a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And over time, that's, that's just our spiraling out of control and it's, it tumbleweeds. And, you know, I feel like, you know, beyond putting too much pressure, it's, just, it's, it's, you're dating too many people. Validation. Because you, the validation opens the relationship up to too many people. You need validation from whom? When you're Who is it that if needs to validate you, your relationship? Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's it's one of those things like marriage, man. Like like that's like why the, marriage is so just so messed they up. They don't work because the person that validates them has nothing to do with your relationship. You go to an office, to a courtroom, and get your shit validated. They stamp that paper there, or you go to wherever and get it notarized, and they stamp it there. It's a random ass person. It's somebody that you have no idea, that have no vested interest in your relationship, in your life, and you guys' well being. And, and uh, yet you they're telling go. you guys this contract that you guys both must abide by. Boom, stamp, validate. And there you go. There's the validation you were asking for. That doesn't mean it's gonna work. And then you gotta pay all that money to get up out of it, and <laughs> a lot of turmoil come from it. It doesn't mean it's gonna work. You got the validation you were asking for. If you want validation, that's simple to go get. You can get that all day from a notary. They do that 24-7, literally. That's their job. They mobile too nowadays. If that's what you want to do, you can get validated. If any relationship or any girlfriend, any boyfriend, any situation that you're in, if that's what they're after, ask them that straight up. This That's the new thing. Ask them straight up. If you want validation, we can call the notary right now and we can get validated. Boom. Done deal. Out the way. Wow. Now what else? Now what? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I guarantee you that'll dead a lot of relationships. That'll stop a lot of bullshit. That's deep. You know, what's done in the dark comes in, comes to the light all the time, like always. But, right. but like, you know how like there like everything is open for interpretation. <coughs> yeah. Every word has two meanings. You know all that shit. I feel like people are forgetting the other meanings behind certain things or they're so focused on one meaning you know what's done in the dark comes to the light so you got to be so transparent right and i said that before be trans transparent you know and like i said show and tell but this is the other flip side of it everybody always you know that validation they they, they look they seek for you know hey look at this look what i got look at my new toy look at my new boy toy look at my new girl toy look at look at this look 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 you know seeking that validation and that's you know where the infiltration creeps in because then everybody's up to judge you back to the topic earlier of mm -hmm. the the consumers become the critics you know what i'm saying see if the relationship was the masterpiece right and you two were the artist and you guys put it out there to the consumers the fans the world mm -hmm. that you guys are an item your masterpiece, right? You don't naturally think that they're going to criticize you. You think that they're just going to consume it, take yeah. it in, and accept it, right? <coughs> but then when they start upchuck, criticizing, mm -hmm. rebuking shit, problems, infiltration, 
you know, they start drawing you guys apart. You know, like, uh, you know, just all the, you, just, you, you know, that's a can of worms where it can go with that part. Mm-hmm. But that's where the infiltration starts is when you start putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the same, it's the same formula as like I said earlier with the music. Like, I, I think that people blur the lines. They start getting confused with their real job. Like, you know, if you're just a consumer, be a consumer. If you're a critic, be a critic. You know, like, but you got to always remember the dual meaning behind everything. Right. As a critic, you can be dually noted <coughs> as a fucking hater. So remember that when you're being, you know, when you're at your day job as a critic, you know, remember in the nighttime, they're going to call you a hater. You get what I'm saying? In your day job, if you're a consumer, remember in the nighttime, they're going to call you nosy or greedy or whatever. Snitch. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, just remember, it's, it's you know, there's everything's duly noted. But I think that'll help you stay more focused. If you stay more conscious of that, mm-hmm. you'll be more focused and more honed in on what's really important and then you won't be so uh, I don't know you won't get such big eyes by the validation of other people you'll be validated straight by what you guys do together and what it is between the two of y'all but but that's the thing too it's like I, I want to get to a point where because I feel like you know I have a thing where um where I don't fucking make that <coughs> shit bro <coughs> these people don't want to hear that bullshit I know Nobody cares that you have a fucking phone. <coughs> Everybody has a phone. Oh, you looking for validation? No. That's that's a, that's a perfect <laughs> example. You want to let your phone keep ringing, and that person keep calling you, whoever they are. Look, you could have been turned to ring around silent, but you're looking for validation. Nah. No, that's straight validation, bro. Yeah. Like, like, like nearly, nearly. I'm not even gonna lie to you. If you're not deaf, it's nearly pointless to fucking have your phone, the ringer on, True it, because it can be vibrate. <coughs> So you don't know my, when somebody's calling you. It's dog. your phone. It's your business. It's your nobody else should need to know. Like I feel like if that's the case, then it would just be speakerphone all the time. Like, don't look for that validation. True that. Validation. Um, I don't. The duly noted part of that, it's called reaching. 